Welcome to The Label Podcast, a show about disability, illness and difference. And history. I'm Lucy. And I'm Alice. I'm Daisy. So much more than what you see. We all live our lives differently. Kaleidoscope identity. And this is who I'm meant to be. I'm just labelled me. I'm just labelled me. this episode along with lucy crying and alice swearing there's going to be a number of historical terms for disability that are now considered extremely offensive hello everyone welcome to a very special exciting episode of the label podcast uh with me alice and lucy hello and daisy hello and everyone else you, you guys all have to say something, otherwise yeah, it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> our small, intimate audience in our big echoey room. Yes. We are recording today on location at the Richard III Visitor Centre. We are essentially in a car park in Leicester. <laughs> really. Um, a very fancy car very park. Very fancy car park. Um, yeah. We've just had a tour of the museum and learned all about the uh, killing blow of Richard III's, uh, what did you call it? A catastrophic... Uh, 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 Crater, Yo, a crater in the back of his head. Craterous wound. You've made me talk about it. It's put my teeth on edge again. No, so. not sorry. No. Uh, <laughs> so as you can guess, today we're doing um, a history lesson all about Richard III. Because it'd be weird if we were talking about like James VI and we were here. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's why we're here. That's why Daisy's here. Yeah, I kind of wish that we'd done the tour second yeah yeah because you know we've just got all of that very detailed notable information from a very fascinating guy and then you have to walk straight back in here and listen to Daisy, me like you are fascinating though you know you are we love you it's fine we, you know. no, but just like you know we we could have used you know nice mr joe to fill in what? The inevitable <laughs> gaps when you ask me a question that I haven't researched the answer to. Do you shall I give him a call? So I was going to say, we'll go, we'll go and fetch it. It's fine. It's fine. We'll, we'll just try and remember our questions. We yeah. won't remember our questions, no. but we'll try and remember our questions and then we can ask the nice man later. I've tried to anticipate at least two of your questions. Okay. I mean, I'm sure Lucy's mum is not done flirting with her. No, so she will find a good excuse. Like asking sharing a bowl of tomato and courgette <laughs> soup yeah, possibly, yeah. <laughs> or you'd have to trying that. to sell off one of her daughters you, by the me, sounds yes, of it probably me um <laughs> you could do worse he seemed like a very nice he man did, yeah, very straight um <laughs> i didn't notice no, no. I, I don't i wouldn't <laughs> i imagine that he would be of any interest can i just say you. before we start how amazing it is to actually being a room doing what we do every week with you Alice and also with Daisy and Adam who is sat in the corner currently playing with a drum machine playing with a drum machine <laughs> um it's been it's it's, it's so, so good to get together and are you like, drum rolling he's, 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 he's looking very threatening his fingers hovering over the over the buttons but no it's great to uh, actually sit in a room and talk to you without wondering whether my wi-fi is going to go down at any minute so uh no, it's oh great. god yeah mine's a nightmare at the minute yeah Just, oh. 
Um, it's fine. We don't have to talk about that. No, let's not. <laughs> we're also <laughs> we're also joined today by Molly, who is our wonderful competition winner, who was supposed to come and see Rosie Jones with us. But yes, that after that debacle. <laughs> so we thought we'd drag Molly to Leicester for another reason, and <laughs> we'd drag Molly to Leicester into a car park. Mm. Um, no, so I hope you've enjoyed it, Molly. Oh yeah, it's been really good. I've really enjoyed it. Good, 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 good. good. Yeah, it's a great museum. Could maybe do with a couple more chairs. Yeah, that's that's my only thought. Uh, some slightly less shouty videos. Yeah, yeah why were they? They were so loud. Why did they want me to watch them so much? <laughs> <laughs> one of them was all um like bits of like films and tv shows and the things mm-hmm. with like different people playing rich the third like, yes i get it Lawrence olivier there was that one sure yeah no it's very loud unnecessary noise <laughs> not a fan of unnecessary noise and I make a lot of it. I was going to say that that we're not doing a great job with this podcast. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we've, I think it's been it's been really interesting so far. We've mostly learned about um, how they discovered Richard, um, the unexpected hole in the ground that he very unceremoniously sort of dumped into. When you say unexpected hole in the ground, it makes it sound like someone just walked along and ah! <laughs> just <laughs> fell in <laughs> oh no it's <Tomac. laughs> I mean I think you certainly hear that in a lot of true crime stuff that that's how people discover bodies it's just unexpected like you're out on a dog walk I will just say though as well that I definitely think that it was fate that he was found when he was found because of the whole like his feet have disappeared because of some Victorian plumbing issue um and the tarmac was like an inch from his head when they found, like, in the car park. So I'm not sure I'd call it fate. I'd call it a really fucking lucky historian. Yeah, probably. Um, well, uh, either way, <laughs> I um, I definitely think there's something in it. Yeah, I guess the thing is, there's always a. Ch- I mean, this is completely not relevant to anything I was going to talk about. Or anything. I guess there's always a chance that other, you know. People. people of different times had also found his body and, and not known who it was and specifically avoided well, a skull they said that the oh um, did they did they say that at a point when i apparently lost they, they stopped paying attention <laughs> they said that um there was a somebody came along and like to steal a load of the tiles from the old monastery yeah, and, the, and they pulled one up and they found this skull and they went oh fuck this <laughs> Just, nope not today <laughs> not fucking no. right <laughs> Let's not do that. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I think if I was stealing something and I found a skeleton, I'd be like, nope, no, no more crime. <laughs> the story, like the story of Richard the Third, though, is one that sort of—I don't know whether it's because he was found in a car park in Leicester or what—but it sort of sticks in your head, and um, it, it has always fascinated me. So to call, I've been—I've been to the museum before, but it was a long time ago, and I didn't really remember. I didn't have a guided tour, like. So I mean, I've lived in Leicestershire for twenty years, mm-hmm. um, and I, I've, I've definitely walked past here. Um, I think I remember that it used to be super cobbled, like at the front, and you'd walk back on your way back from town after a night out. And I'd always complain at my boyfriend for walking me on the cobbles because cobbles and high heels don't work very well. And 
But I didn't know that there was a king buried under yeah, Gizmo. Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. It's, uh, so. I, uh, that's probably one of the reasons I find history so fascinating, though, that I don't like, you don't know what's under your feet, do you, sometimes? It's I mean, in, in my house, it's usually dogs. Dog hair. Yeah. 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 So Daisy is going to uh, <laughs> give us that's a great segue. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. So smooth. I've got like one show. <laughs> um, uh, Watch out, that baby. Yeah. yeah. I'm calling for your job. Um, Daisy's going to tell us about the life of Richard III. So we've just we've done the discovery and of his remains and all of the fallout from that. Um, thanks to the lovely Joe. But Daisy is going to talk about his life and it's basically like a standard history lesson, but we're in a car park in Leicester. So, Daisy, yeah. where would we like to start? Should we start at the very beginning? Go on then. I've heard it's a very good place to start. Yeah. 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 So I'm primarily covering sort of a bit of his life and a bit of the, you know, stuff that obviously happened afterwards with, mm. you know, his portrayal and stuff. So, you know. When Joe started mentioning that, I was like, <laughs> back off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> read <laughs> my, my section. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you didn't read the notes that I kept on my computer? It's going to be like a historian off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Battle to the death. Well, who gets to talk about Richard? He wins. He's got swords. <laughs> well, I was going to say, but he didn't have his swords with him. He has. He's got them with him. But like, Daisy could just grab a crutch. Well, well the, there's there's a sword that. versus crutch. <laughs> Disability I don't think it's going to go well for me. I don't know. I just going to it's not going to be a real sword though, is it? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Play with his sword. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, for listeners out there, Lucy's mum has got a shockingly dirty mind. Um, I was quite appalled. I, uh, at one point, I did tell us a wider name. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't particularly appalled, but I did have to teach her what a dental dam was. <laughs> yes, that's the highlight of the day. <sighs> oh, anyway, so history. history. Yeah. Richard III, we've already started our classic history lesson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is yeah, pretty much how it goes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he was born in 1452, which is ages ago. <laughs> yes. I mean, the drama was very early. It always started early in this kind of era. This was no exception. Right. I don't really know much about his birth. That's not just because I didn't look there isn't an awful lot about his birth around but i mean the, the primary thing that was kind of i guess kind of you know bookmark his entire life and brain and whatever was the war of the roses mm -hmm. the war of the roses i don't know about you it's something that i've definitely heard about and i know i did lessons on it in school and i'm still not quite certain yes. exactly yes. what was happening exactly People i know sort of, of it yeah i yeah. kind of know a bit about what happened it's the war of the roses the tudors and the stuarts or is that the lancastrians and the yorks or is that, is that the same so the war of the roses is the between the houses of york and the house of lancaster so it was they were two branches of the house of plantagenet which again is a word that i think many people have heard and 
not really know what it is when people talk about the Plantagenet mm-hmm. kings and queens. There, there's a pub that used to be around the corner from here called the Old Plantagenet. Oh, that's probably why then. It's it's, it, it's a Weatherspoons have just closed it. So. Oh. Dora, can you sit down please? You're jingling in the background. No. No, no, that was a distinct fuck off, man. <laughs> you just stop telling me about pubs that have closed down. It's too sad. There are other pubs. Okay. It's not the same. <laughs> it was a weather. You've never been to that pub, though, much. have you? So it's no. fine. So the War of the Roses was sort of thirty years ish. 1455 to 1487 mm-hmm. although some people decide that they want to use a different date because historians can't decide anything mm. we're a nightmare um <laughs> yeah so the house of plantagenet was the one that had a load of kings and queens and the royal family was the house of plantagenet so the york and the lancasters were two branches of that one family who were fighting between themselves over which branch gets to be king yeah and is that because of like marriages and illegitimate children and stuff oh there was all sorts of stuff it was just sort of flipping between the two of them god knows how much Mm. but the the tudors were um kind of tangentially related um and aligned with uh, the lancastrians okay but you know they were sort of I think I remember hearing or reading somewhere that the Tudors were quite a weak, like, what's the word? Like, yeah, yeah, their, their, their claim to the throne was, was quite, quite weak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you're like, mm, all right then. Have the yeah. crown for a bit. Yeah, yeah. Get I on. mean, basically, you know, the spoiler for the end of the War of the Roses is that the Tudors took over because they killed everyone else. Yeah. Yeah, there's no one else. It, there are just it. no more male. I suppose no. that's that's one way to really firm up your um your link to the to you know your line to the throne. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just kill everybody everyone else. else. Yeah, Nobody yeah, else is here. Nobody else is here. I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like if Sarah Ferguson started bumping off every fucker else. Eventually, she'd be queen. She's just got a lot of work to do to get there. Yeah, would she? But she's isn't she divorced out of it now? I don't know. Well, I, it depends. She could kill off enough people. The entire rest of the country. (laughs) (laughs) What you think? You think Lucy'd get a look in first? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Queen of the Queen of the World. Hello. Uh, So yeah, because of the War of the Roses, there was like constant switching of kings. Mm. So Richard III's brother, older brother, Edward IV, Mm -hmm. who was a Yorkist. So he'd taken the throne from Henry VI who's a Lancastrian, after beating them in sort of 1461. Yeah. So it pinged back and forth between those two families. But then like nine or so years into Edward IV's rule, his, his chief advisor, Neville. Right. I mean, is, he, is he a villain? Because I always think Neville sounds like a villainous type. I mean, name uh, maybe depending on you know what you think of it essentially edward married someone he didn't like oh, and so right. his chief advisor neville was just like nah and revolted against him to put you know henry the sixth back on the throne right for like 20 minutes <laughs> it's, it's, so it's more like a year killed but... henry when he took the throne 
No, 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 just put him somewhere else. Oh, okay. Put him <laughs> Keep him fresh. <laughs> In that larder unit that Joe was talking about earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that Caesar was uh, having an affair in. Yes, allegedly. Yeah. Although we've already had one... Um, one of my anticipated questions that you would have that you haven't brought up yet. Ooh. So I will... Ooh. I, was, I was wondering if you would wonder where the name Plantagenet came from. Where would the, where did the name Plantagenet come from? <laughs> it, <laughs> it is a 12th century nickname for one of their ancestors, which I, translates to the handsome Geoffrey. Stop it, no, stop it, no, no, no. That's like my nickname being Lulabelle, and I call them as they're like, your, your descendants are called the Lulabelles. Yes, the Lulabelles. <laughs> that is ridiculous. What's it called? What does it translate as? Handsome Jeffrey. <laughs> I mean, it's. <laughs> what? What? Handsome Jeffrey. Hello, yes, I'm going to be king. I am of the family of the handsome, handsome Jeffrey. <laughs> Sounds extremely camp, isn't it? And a great name for a band. He does it, isn't I was it? Just I, that. Do you know what I think? I think that's my new pub quiz team name. Mm. The handsome Jeffreys. Mm. <laughs> <Okay>. Silence. So. <laughs> We're done with the house of Jeffrey. Yeah, we're done with the house of Jeffrey. Cool. So, <laughs> Henry was back on the throne. Yeah. And then Ed came back and took it back again. Right. So this is still Richard III's older brother. Okay. Um, then Henry was put in the Tower of London. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's not good when you put in the Tower of London, is no, it? It's not great. It's where they put the people they don't like. Yeah. Yeah. Although nice apparently... views, though, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Small windows. all right, then. Small windows, because it's the medieval times. But Sure, sure. <laughs> I hear the ravens quite. It's not a very good view, but I can kind of, if I put I was going to say, it's a good view if you can see out the window and it's not like just got a bird aggressively yeah. pecking see, at I've, you. See, I've never gap. actually been to the Tower of London. Is it one of those places that doesn't actually have glass windows? It just has the kind of thin slits it's very in the brick. Thin, yeah, very thin. Yeah. It's, I, I, think the, so. I love the Tower of London. It's so peaceful in the middle of London. You're like, you can't believe you're in London. So it's weird. Yeah, I think it's I all went the to... ghosts. It's all the dead kings yeah. and queens. Ghosts mm. just make Shitting it super, every... super. It's not peaceful, Lucy. You're no. on, on the brink of hell. Yeah, probably. Thank you for that. Next time I go, I'll be like, I don't like it here anymore. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, I think I went to the tourist attraction bit where there was like a roller coaster or something. And also, and when it. you have got a disability, you can uh, you are put to the front of the queue, no matter how long the queue is for the crown jewels, which is fine, but also quite embarrassing as you're going past loads of like Chinese tourists. You're like, oh, don't look at me. Sorry, I'm so really, I'm really sorry about this. No, you need to perfect <laughs> your queen way. Yeah, but you can feel your eyes boring into the back of your head, like I've been here six hours. Why? Are you i mean i mean you know they get to do all the non-disabled stuff i know but you, you do feel a little bit bad for the poor for the poor people who like no. especially if it's raining no I, I have no sympathy for okay. them they, right. they get to be able to just look at something and see it that's that's, that's fair enough that's, they, that is fair they enough. do not waste four hours of their day going the fuck does that say <laughs> they were like yeah good point i should not be ashamed of queue jumping no all right Alice told I should wear a t-shirt. Alice told my friend Alice told me I shouldn't be ashamed. <laughs> That's it. I've solved disability. We can move on now. Next. <laughs> Matching t-shirts. <laughs> New merch line. So yeah, so Henry in the Tower of London. Yeah. He dies. Naturally. Mm-hmm. Some people say As that in he died of natural causes, or naturally well, you die when you're in the Tower of I London. Mean, naturally he died because it was 1470. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> eventually he did die. Right. 
regardless. <laughs> but yeah, so how he died is a bit eh, different opinion. Some people say he died of melancholy mm. after his son died in battle. Others say that he was sort of kept alive by his captors so that he was less of a threat because obviously his son, who was you know young enough to still be battling, was more of a threat. But while Henry was still the head of the family, it was better for him to be alive. And so then once his son had died, it's like, oh, okay, like, oh, we go, it doesn't matter now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, you know, more let him die rather yeah, than him. actually killed him. Right. Um, but Thomas More, who we heard about from Joe as a person who just writes what he likes. Yeah. About, and it's like, it's history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So who said Richard III killed him? As okay. in, as in... The, the man who was at that point not on the throne. Yeah, yeah. It was him. the brother of... Just because he was yeah. bored. Right? Okay. Yeah. Got nothing else to do, mate. Yeah. Like, Wednesday well, afternoon. Uh, stabby, stabby. I mean, as far as Moore's book's concerned, it thinks that Richard III seemed to kill everybody in the country, pretty much. Like, the amount of people that Moore thinks that he killed, mm. or writes that he killed, but we'll come back to Moore. Okay. So, uh, yeah, Richard was, ma was made the Duke of Gloucester. Yes. Um, and when... Edward died, mm -hmm. the older brother. His son, who was also Edward, mm -hmm. but Edward V. I was going to say, they like to do that, don't they? Yeah, yeah, big fans of it. But he was only 12 when his father yeah. had died. Yeah. So Richard That's was made like the... like making a 12-year-old like the manager of a sweet shop, isn't it, really? I Sort of, <laughs> if, it, if the sweet shop involved people dying. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> What I meant was, was like putting a 12 year old in charge of the country is not a good idea. No, I think the issue is more that um, as much as a 12 year old may be able to kind of understand and make decisions, nobody wants to listen to a 12 year old. No. And um, it, also, I mean, being king while you're going through puberty, that can't be fun. Well, we've, all, we, we've always said, like, I thought you were going to say we've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, that was Mrs. When I was queen. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's, uh, we, we've, we've all said how horrible puberty is. Being king at the same well, time I, I, would be a nightmare. Yeah. You know? And, and, and being... 12 in medieval England and being like I just I mean I imagine even kings like who were grown up kings most of their decisions were being made by like monks yeah, and shit and it was mm. just people there shouting well I mean as far as but you know as far as anyone can tell now that's pretty much what happens you know still yeah it's kind of you know chief advisors and you know political yeah. advisors and things like that are the ones who you know do all of the you know oh I think you should do this you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. very few actual decisions seem to be made on an individual level. Yeah. Um, but, but, but in the in principle, they were like, well, the twelve-year-old can't be king, so his uncle's going to kind of mind it for him till he's old enough. Uh, yeah, yeah. So he was called Lord Protectorate, as a kind of you know, yeah, looking after him and you know, sort of making decisions and yeah. things like that. Yeah, yeah. Keeping the seat warm. Yeah, 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 essentially. But before the new young king could be crowned, mm -hmm. his parents' marriage was declared invalid. By who? So, yeah, this is a weird one. Someone preached a sermon 
like publicly preached a sermon that he had been in a legal contract to marry somebody else and then had married the person, the, he, married. The person he married instead the one who neville hated right right and and the supposedly that was enough the fact that someone had preached this uh, publicly you, you say someone do we mean like the archbishop of canterbury or is it no, just no, no. So someone it was, on the street with a loud halo yeah so it was it was like a bishop but not one of the sort of the big important big <laughs> no, not ones. one of the top dogs no. <laughs> <laughs> you know not archbishop you know canterbury or york or anyone you know certainly it wasn't a specific name that i recognized um Obviously, I'm not saying that, you know, if I don't recognise them, they're not important. But <laughs> if Daisy doesn't know it's not Lucy, important, Lucy it's not worth knowing. Yeah. If Daisy is the yardstick by which we measure all things yeah, of yeah. importance. Yeah, no, it's not that. It's just that, you know, I was... I didn't... At the time I was writing my notes, I didn't declare them noteworthy enough to transcribe to their, their name, name <laughs> over onto my notes. Okay, right. That's fair enough. <laughs> So, so the grounds on which the marriage was declared invalid was yeah. bigamy. Yeah. Because th this, these people were seeing that legal contract to marry someone else as almost that they had already married. Mm -hmm. And so by marrying you know, someone else, someone it, else yeah, it, yeah, yeah. it counted as a second marriage rather than just one that he was doing instead of the first one. Right. right. Um, so as a result, um, the 12-year-old Edward and his younger brother... Yeah. Were, who was also called Richard? I can't remember. <laughs> I'm sure he was called Richard. I think he was. My my favourite series of books is uh, by an author called Jodie Taylor, and she writes books about um, it's it's time travel, but it's not time travel. It's historians witnessing um, events in their contemporaneous time, right? Um, and there's a whole thing about the princess. Yeah, it, it, so it, the, it probably so is. Then it's just so the article didn't. <laughs> worthy of mention these two boys we're talking about yes are the boys in yes. the tat right okay yeah 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 so with all of this toing and froing between kings so as we record this it's been like a few weeks since um queen elizabeth ii's funeral mm. and you know all of the Fallout. stuff that was happening around the time of her death and Charles being pronounced king. king. And I don't know how much of that sort of thing you guys watched. Judging I, by what Alice was saying earlier, I'm imagining not much. I watched. I you you I watched, watched Damn Sight more than I did. I did, yeah. I, not, I'm not saying I was glued to it like News 24. Um, I don't think anyone was watching no. that much of it but other I, than I, Hugh Edwards. <laughs> yeah, poor old Hugh Edwards. I was just out there going, please let him go yeah, home. Please let him. <laughs> Please don't have a coffee or a rest yeah. or something. Um, yeah, no, I watched, I definitely watched, I didn't really understand what was going on, but that's fine. I'm what I've got you for, Daisy. That's kind of similar. You're watching the very first few seasons of The Crown. You're quite a way off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's more interesting than what's going on in the news as well. So. Yeah, I, mean, I, I did enjoy The Crown, but that's also not going to come up in my notes. <laughs> no. The done. early days of Queen Elizabeth II's reign don't come up in no, my <laughs> research of Richard III. But we're currently in the middle of a conversation about the early days of King Charles III, which... Okay, I okay, I, I will give you that that is tangentially related. But... No. <laughs> I start, I'm we sorry. don't want to argue, do we? And then like, there you go, I'm not coming back again. It's so rude. But yeah, so, so I watched quite a bit of that sort of thing, you know, from a historical type 
perspective. So, you know, I watched... Um, because that was the first time it was televised, wasn't it? The whole proclamation of the... Yeah, 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 yeah. So the proclamation, the Privy Council, all of that sort of thing. Yeah, it's the first time. And obviously, you know, it's the first time that anyone will have been able to see it on telly. But it's also, you know, the first time in, you know, probably most people's living memory that there has been a change of monarch. Yes. Um, and, you know, when you're watching kind of all of that, stuff where it's like you know various ceremonies and things all the way around and there's a very specific way that you have to do things mm. and there was like you know proclamations in different towns yeah. so I, I went to the proclamation in bristol mm -hmm. um where you know like one of the man in a hat. king's people yeah uh, it was a woman actually in bristol oh, okay. um stood up and you know did the declaration and yeah. it all seems a bit archaic when we're watching it in sort of 2022 but when you kind of you know think back to how the monarchy worked you know around well kind of any time in the past really but particularly around this sort of time it all sort of makes sense a bit more you know this idea that well actually it did change quite frequently yeah and yeah. you probably would have to go out and tell everybody because you know let everybody know there's no other quick way of telling people no, there's like no newspapers or yeah and you have to sort of you know have people so that you know someone has the opportunity to like you know oh if anyone has any reason why this king shouldn't be king speak like, now or forever hold your peace like in a wedding yeah i do feel like like for like you know your average susan on the street great 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 grandma of um susan that lucy's complained about um that like did, did it really fucking matter like how much of a difference did it make to their daily lives who was on the throne oh limited for, for the most part limited they're you know obviously they're Obviously, it would depend, you know, what religion you were at a certain point, whether you were, you know, Catholic or Protestant, particularly when you get stake. into the Tudors, yeah, yeah. Tudor eras, uh, that mattered <laughs> quite a bit more. Um, if you I'm were going to hide down Judas for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, that person's getting caught. Okay. I'll just yeah, be in the cell. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't have that with when you're free. <laughs> yeah. So obviously, you know, depending on who you were, it mattered at sometimes more than others. I mean, yeah. now it doesn't really matter, you know. Our monarchs are essentially figureheads you know yeah we, we have it with our current monarchy that you know they kind of stand there and sort of wave and cut ribbons and you know open yeah they are, they are, I, I always like to think of them as like the marketing department of great britain the, the biggest impact they have is like on our stamps yeah and money yeah 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 and it's kind of you know it's they're very much figureheads and they don't get involved in this sort of thing obviously you know way back when they did have an influence on what was happening in everyday life and you know they were the ones who made all of this all of these you know new rules and laws and things rather than you know governments yeah really so you know it, it used to matter more than it does now mm -hmm. now it's kind of like oh look there's a, there's a monarch over there <laughs> <laughs> well look princess Anne's come to open a new library I yeah. hope <laughs> because Princess Anne is famous for setting fire to libraries. <laughs> no, but why think, in particular is that? that why? I think I think because I briefly got Princess Anne and Princess Margaret confused in my head, and I was like, I don't want Princess Margaret opening any libraries. She's no, dead she's, she's dead. Yeah. <laughs> she's not, you are, just to clarify, you've not got anything against Princess Anne. To the best of my knowledge, Princess Anne, I'm not that far into the crown yet, so I don't know. She might, she might yes. turn out to be a nightmare. Okay. I, I think, actually, I think she comes off quite well. In yeah, that. she okay. does. Yeah, yeah. As generally being quite sensible, which is, you know, very better hard than work. a lot of them. She's apparently, she's very hard working. Well, she's like, like 20 things in a day. 
She's just running. <laughs> you've got to, you've got to arrange them so they're all in a row. Yeah. Though. Passes and scissors, go. <laughs> like going down the rails at TK Maxx. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love a TK Maxx. <laughs> I did go past one on the way from the station yeah. yesterday, but it was shut, so oh, I went to Primark no. instead. But they did have the uh, trousers I was looking for. There so. you go. See, okay. winner. Yeah. yeah. Again, this is irrelevant. Yeah. Um, it's anyway history. Th- yeah. Uh. <laughs> I'm resisting the urge to go on an environmental tirade, so please, history. <laughs> oh, about Primark. Primark okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Quickly move on, quickly, quickly. I was like, what's Princess Anne done? Why? She's responsible for the destruction of the rainforest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's, she's cutting down all the trees to make books for these libraries. Anyway, anyway, history. Anyway, history. Yeah. So, so the two young princes were sent to live in what are referred to as the inner apartments uh-huh. of the Tower of London. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> and I put that in inverted commas because that's the phrase that—that's the phrase the articles used, yeah. and I don't know inner apartments. What that means, like whether it was because because it was just sort of you know legitimately a place where you know. It, it was like a yeah. castle. It yeah, was like, yeah, yeah. You know, it wasn't like it is now. Yeah. yeah, so it could well have been like an actual, you know, it apartment. It does sound or, like or, a cellar, though. It sounds like a euphemism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Inner apartment. <laughs> no, not that kind of euphemism. <laughs> Yeah. And that that seemed to, you know, imply that it was 
a servant of Richard's mm. who's called Tyrell, like the crisps. <laughs> Am I, I, I've always pronounced them as Tyrell. Am I yeah, pronouncing yeah. it wrong? Tyrell? I, I don't I've know. I've said them out loud. No. I've no. looked at them and gone, they're posh crisps. They're, yeah, very, yeah, yeah. they're very hard. They, they hurt my teeth. I don't... I like them, though. They're more filling. Uh, well, you've got to work for it, haven't you? You see? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I eat these crisps. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> it work for my nutrients. <laughs> anyway. But, yeah, like, a, a number of other sources had just said that, you know, there was a chance that this guy... Tyrell or Tyrell had been involved and you know more seemed to be like no Richard did it or made this guy yeah. do it specifically you all sat it in a lot of extra detail that was just mm. not featured anywhere else like his imagination was what gone well, away with him he, he named two other people who he said were involved I guess just at random. It's like, nope, you're going to be in the John books Smith. of history as a murderer now. Enjoy. Yeah. Like, probably just people who pissed him off. Yeah. Uh, and I think, like, in the nicest way possible, like, it's, it's the, like, 15th century. Is it that way around? 13th century? I can never... You go up... Oh, 15th. Up a century. You go up... Yeah, so 15th yeah, century yeah. is 1400s. Yeah, yeah. So it's the 15th century, like... 12-year-old boys living in a cold castle locked in a room all the time. It's probably not the best. Like, how you, you get a sniffle and you're probably dead. Mm. So, well, yeah, there is, you know, it's perfectly reasonable that they would have died of natural causes in, yeah. you know, a young age. Mm. Yeah. But, you know, at the same time, you know, we'll, we'll never really... No, well, no. especially because there was all those rumours about oh, they did they found some bodies and the Queen was like, no, you're not doing any testing on those. We're we're, we're burying those and shutting the door and let's not talk about this anymore. Yeah, but also that during the reign of um, Charles II, yeah, they found some things as well that were kind of like you know, oh, is this the bodies of the princes? And he went, don't know, don't know, uh, cremated them and put them in an urn and said they are now. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody can do any DNA testing on them. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, mm. who knows? They, you know, they may well have already been found. Or, you know, they got stuck on a ship and sent to Turkey. There are to people. Live there are lives. people that believe that they were still alive and well. Yeah, and they appeared in. Oh yeah, there's there like is definitely. Yeah, yeah. There was a guy who popped up who was like, "Oh, I'm I'm the little one. I'm the little one. I am. Promise." And everybody yeah. was like, no, you're, you're not. Isn't you can't them? really get one Jeremy Carl back in them days, either, can you? Like, can we just do a I mean, DNA test? You can't test? get one Jeremy Carl well, these no, days there either. is that, but, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but, yeah, no, the, you know, the, the idea that they've just sort of been, you know, sent into exile mm. yeah. was kind of reasonable. Well, yeah, yeah, it's not unreasonable at all. And I think there was um, also a suggestion that they were living with, a, with an aunt. Yes, as I well. heard that as well. It was kind of like, you know, not royalty, but noble. No. Um, so it was, you know... And she just, she just went, shh, no, I'm not. And this, you see, this, this whole murdering of the two princes in the tower has tarnished it's, a thing. It's like the thing that people are like, oh, this is how, look how evil he was. He killed two innocent little boys. Yeah. And there's no, isn't it, if this was not a, really any evidence you can't, for yeah, it. Yeah, if this was a court of law, you'd go, where's your evidence? Well, uh, somebody said that this was their bones and well, they ground them up. Yeah, my mum said, <laughs> you know. Well, yeah, cause, I mean, even, you know, lots of scholars who do believe that Richard III probably did either kill or order the killing of his nephews don't particularly trust Moore's account of it. No. It's just kind of, you know, 
due to a lack of any alternatives. Mm. But it's, you know, that's, that's sort of what they're going with. It's a little bit like the fabled episode of The Little Mermaid. I'm going to make this stick whether, it, whether, I, whether it's true or not. Um, yeah, but I mean, obviously, you know, now we, we all recognise that, you know, Thomas More's book is not an accurate retelling of, no. of the history. I mean, on its own, the number of errors and omissions mean that it's completely unreliable but also as i always say any one single historical source is always unreliable yeah um you know a single biased source is useful everything is useful but you know nothing you is to reliable together to go oh yeah that collaborates with that, that <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly yeah yeah um and you know thomas moore was a, a close assistant of henry the eighth okay well so he had an agenda, as your mum kept saying, he had yeah. an axe to grind. Mm. And also he was a philosopher. So, so that's are, just making shit up yeah, and being, so, and so, being uh, like, no, oh, so that's so there sitting are, on the fence. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so there are a lot of people who, who, you know, think that Maul's book was an attempt to sort of, you know, curry more favour mm. yeah. with the Tudor family. Um, to place an extra sort of black spot on an already disliked king. Mm. But some people think that the entire work was sort of more philosophical mm. and it wasn't sort of supposed to be like an this accurate retelling happened. of yeah, the history yeah, yeah. it was more meant to you know explore themes of like power and tyranny and mm. sin and that's why richard was sort of depicted as this kind of you know like physically twisted and you know inverted commas grotesque mm. because you know traditionally and we still you know see it today with villains in tv and film and stuff like that uh, classic way of kind of depicting extreme levels of evil has yeah. been with yeah. like visible scarring and debility and impairment artistic and like physical rendering of what evil the visual marker of you are evil is the fact that they've got like because nobody wants to think that you know <laughs> or the handsome Jeffreys of the world could actually be awful murderers. <laughs> exactly. I'm gonna call that. Definitely using that as a pub quiz name. <laughs> the handsome Jeffreys. Yeah. That means you have to keep that bit in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because otherwise nobody will know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Good luck, Adam. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> um. Yeah. It's um. What were we talking about? Hanson Jeffries. But yeah, so, so his, you know, depiction is sort of, you know, much more physically impaired than he was. I mean, you know, he was, it, we know that his impairment, which was, you know, scoliosis. Yeah. You know, he did have a level of scoliosis, but nothing it wasn't that would... as bad as it... No, it was nothing that would prevent him from riding a horse or fighting a battle. And, you know, everyone says he was a brilliant soldier yeah and that's what joe was saying earlier was that yeah. they have one account of a, a guy who said that one of his shoulders was notably did he say higher or lower higher, than the other higher and that's and that, but otherwise if that's the only thing we've got as a kind I mean, of record, yeah, yeah, i remember exactly. watching a documentary about from finding him in the car park and them, them looking at a, pit, a painting of richard the third going well i can't really tell there's no real there's no real hump that's the top of his shoulder like it's and it's yeah like that that's the thing is in like you look at the like the way that he's talked about in shakespeare it's mm. like full-on bent over noticeable oh, okay. like gr this 
growth. Yeah, and and yeah, and Joe said that like because in the Shakespearean depictions of Richard the Third, he had a withered arm as mm-hmm. well. His arms and were absolutely foot, fine, and said. a club foot, and his foot, yep. his feet, as far as they know. And did he say something about def- facial deformities as well? I don't know. I did can't he? remember. But. Did you, can but anybody yeah. tell me whether this is about facial deformities? But yeah, no, there was, there was you know, one historian who, who again, Joe tells about who praised Richard during his reign and then changed his mind once Henry VII <laughs> took over. He, he said at the time that Richard III's only physical difference was having one shoulder that was yeah. higher than the other. Yeah. And he couldn't even remember which one it was. It was so slight. <laughs> it was yeah. the left. No, I think it was the left. It could have been the right, but I think it was the left. Yeah, you just couldn't remember no but once you know henry had come in he uh, suddenly changed his mind and described him as a freak who was born with teeth and shoulder length hair after being in his mother's womb for two years oh yeah oh that's made things hurt that's <laughs> a hell of a contraceptive that is isn't it <laughs> a baby with teeth that's like something out of a horror movie isn't it i tell you what like if people are doing chomp, this chomp, to- chomp. <laughs> <laughs> so, if people are doing like if people are saying all these awful things about Richard to just to compliment Henry and make like like if somebody wants to say something nice about me, say something nice about me, not about the people that I hate, just to yeah, make me exactly. feel better. If you want like, to win favor with the person you're talking to, say something nice yeah, about me. No bad. How little must Henry have going for him? If the only way that he can make you feel good is by going, oh, you know, the guy that before he was fucking awful. Yeah, yeah. it's it's more that there, there was there was a real benefit to writing Richard and the other Yorkists mm-hmm. as villains because it, you, you were able to portray the, the defeat of the House of York by the Tudors as a fight of like yes. good versus evil. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, R- rather it, than anything specifically like, you know, it wasn't like, you know, Henry versus Richard. It no. was, you know, Tudor versus bad guys. Yeah. 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 It was, you know, like things were bad before, but it's all right now because the yeah, good king, like, the good king good is guys, here. Bad guys. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the Avengers versus what's his name. It's like, well, you know, actually, there's the one with the glove with the jewels the one in it. with the glove. Um, there's you know a whole argument to make um, around environmental uh, impact of increased populations, um, yeah. but you know. You, you've got to bring everybody back because that's what everybody likes being here, and so that makes the Avengers the good guys. Yeah, just just put it out there. <laughs> I don't know how, how we got onto we, the Avengers. How have we got onto like Tony Stark and the Avengers? <laughs> Any excuse to talk about Captain America? That's all oh, it is. Yeah, he's a boring one. I keep telling you this. I don't care. It's, I, it's not his conversation. I'm interested. <laughs> no, as you keep telling me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. but, but, but yeah, the, the, the sort of talk of good versus evil also kind of further legitimises the. Tudor claim to the throne as well. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. got rid of the bad guys. Yeah. We're yeah. Here to save yeah. You. When, when they, when we they were so tangentially yeah, yeah, related to the yeah, 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 yeah. We've got we've got this super super tenuous link to the king, but we've but, also saved but you. But we're good now. Yeah. Like yeah. We're the good guys. So. But yeah. So Thomas More's um, description of him. Also, Thomas More was later sainted. He was yes. knighted, and he was also later sainted. Who's is he? The one who wore the hair shirt. Hair shirt. The what? What? There's a. There was a guy, and I'm sure it was, it was something more. Who? Wore, Random question of the week. <laughs> who wore 
who as a, a mark of his piety wore a super horrible itchy have we flea infested hair shirt i'm sure we have he's in the um hillary mantel books it's at the same time. Let's see if I can get a Google result for <laughs> man in a hair shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Don't Harry, Google that. Harry man shirt. <laughs> Harry man shirt. There uh, are people. There are people. Not not shouting at their um, podcast, podcast players. Players because people don't care that much about this podcast, but we do. The hair shirt of Sir Thomas More. Hashtag there Catholic. There you go. And fucking, Ooh. fucking knew it. <laughs> See? That's been stored away somewhere on that list. Hey? I read a lot of like historical fantasy fiction. Yes. And I pick up a lot of stuff that could or could not be true. Harry Mansion. Was he murdered as well, Thomas More? Really horribly viciously. Was he locked in the tower? Am I thinking no, no, of the one? Um, he was. He was considered a martyr, so it wouldn't. So I imagine he was killed in a terrible way. He, he objected to um, <gasps> to Henry, Henry VIII's VIII marriage. Yeah, 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 yeah. He and he was like, like a bunch of guys snuck into possibly his church in the night and murdered him super, super viciously. So, as far as I've read, he was given multiple opportunities to change his mind and become accepting. And he was like, nah, I'm all right, thanks. I mean, to be fair, like, Henry VIII was changing the the church and... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If we was making a new one. Exactly, and if religion means something to you, you know, people people have died for less. Mm. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, so Thomas More wrote, he was little of stature, ill-featured of limbs. Uh, well, that's where the, the, the withered arms have come yeah. from. Crook-backed. Well, that's a lie. And hard favoured of visage. I don't know him personally. So <laughs> so she doesn't feel confident in commenting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. You might have been ugly. How would we know? <laughs> How would we know? Although, although the, um, the like model over there on the wall, the, the, there is the a model. The listeners can see that. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm, I'm going to describe it. <laughs> there is a picture of Richard III. Is under the duvet. Is under the duvet. We're, we're under a tent duvet. Like we're four. You um, may be able to hear that Lucy's crouching. Uh, yeah, I am crouching. Um, and he does look a little bit like Lord Farquhar from Shrek. If Lucy does say so herself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And quite a plastic face, but that is made out of like waxy plastic. Well, Would yeah, that would probably yeah. explain the That's why he looks plastic wha look. <laughs> waxy plastic. I do think his eyes are a bit too close together as well. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe, a, bit. a little bit. Yeah, I see what you mean. I mean... It, it, that's based on a painting. It's not, it's not. It's based on the skull. Oh, is it? Of his face. We, we, were, we were just commenting downstairs in the calf that um, all of the paintings of Richard III, they all sort of look quite different, but they're all wearing the same outfit. Mm. <laughs> yes. It's like the one thing we know about Richard III is that he wears this hat. <laughs> yes, he likes the hat. It's yeah. very, it looks very good in a hat. Um, but yeah, the, 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 the picture over there is taken from the... the they did like a mould. They did a mould of his face and then built up like skin and muscles they assumed his level of cheekiness they did and he does look like little Farquhar I was like did somebody just get bored and think yeah he looks a bit like that that's fine <laughs> what, whilst watching Shrek yeah animates the picture so yeah. some of you may die there's <laughs> <laughs> the risk I'm willing to take <laughs> yeah so Shakespeare's play Richard yeah. III was yeah. written based on um, Thomas More's book and also like a couple of others that 
that said the same sort of thing that ge in general you know rich the third boo you know so has anyone seen it of, like the I, I wanted to. They're doing a. They were, they were doing a, a live streaming of Richard the Third with. I can't remember his Arthur somebody. Can't remember his name now. Who was playing Richard the Third? He was the mm. first disabled man to play Richard the Third, and I missed it. So no, I haven't. Um, but I would like to. I haven't seen it. No, no I haven't seen it either. It's like, like this. I haven't seen. Molly, have you seen it? No. 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 I haven't seen any no? of the the King. The Shakespeare King. Adam, have you seen it? No. Nobody, nobody's seen it. No, I think I saw the Midsummer Night's Dream. That's about it. I like Shakespeare. Oh, I Twelfth have... Night. I saw that one. Twelfth Night's one of my favourites. I love Twelfth Night. That's yeah, a good one. Is that the one with the socks? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, what, what are you doing? What are they doing with socks? He puts on socks and it's like, no, I'm in disguise. What are you doing with the socks? No, no, no. What the socks? He put. He's in disguise. He's got socks on. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. The socks are. Listen, <laughs> I have an English literature A level degree. Okay. I know what I'm talking about. That's a crack on. So the thing about the socks is that um, they play a trick on the like grand lady's manservant that uh, she secretly is in love with him by writing a fake letter in which she declares that she is in love with him and that if he feels the same, he needs to wear these ridiculous hose things and dress in a certain way and behave in a certain way. And that's how she'll know that he, the love is requited. But actually, it's just a bunch of people taking a piss. And it's kind of unkind. Hmm. I don't like that. Uh, the guy, he, the, the manservant's the man not a very nice person. Oh, um, I still don't like picking on people. Don't do it. Be kind. Yes, yeah, Shakespeare. Yeah. Stop yeah, picking up people. You I do feel. Stop like picking up people. You job, Ed. I do feel like this is the least of of the problems with the Shakespeare plays. Yes. Um, let's not get started on Othello. No. But mm. we'll save that for another episode. Oh, I did see Othello. It's good. It's racist, but it's good. <laughs> yeah, I think I saw like a like a modern retelling mm -hmm. of Othello. Didn't Lenny Henry do it? The modern I mean, version. not in the one I saw. Yeah. That was he did, he did. I'm Plymouth, sure he did. I'm sure he did. Actually, no, Lenny Henry did go to Plymouth because Dawn French was from Plymouth. Was she? Yeah. yeah. I say, was she like she's dead? <laughs> she's very yeah, much yeah. alive. Okay. <laughs> Her and Princess Anne are just <laughs> bumping up. <laughs> Don't like that. We're going to walk out of this recording. Let's go, oh, God. <laughs> How did you do it? <laughs> History. History. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, we're not doing bad. We have not got the trumpet out yet. What well, did you You ban. I was gonna say it's fine. We don't know how much drum rolls Adam was just putting over well, every, every other word. Well, when we get bored, like, <laughs> <laughs> why was every now and then you shout history and expect me to just be able to pick it up again? <laughs> 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 history. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Make my computer recognise my face. There we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So when Richard the Third, the Shakespeare play, was written, yeah. Elizabeth the Elizabeth the First, yeah, was on the throne. So she was a Tudor, obviously, obviously, and she was also kind of, you know, like the the last in the Tudor line. As it turned yes, out, because, yeah. yes, because she didn't have any children. Queen. Yeah, yeah, and so you know, talking about how much better the Tudors were than anything else was they didn't last all that long well it was still a very popular way of I always mm. think that Queen Elizabeth I is a bit like a panda like 
because pan uh, in the sense that pandas like they <laughs> the only thing they eat is bamboo and just like queen elizabeth, <laughs> just like, just like queen elizabeth. <laughs> but they are i think they've got a death wish pandas they just want to kill themselves i mean be right. done with it. perhaps like, if we hadn't destroyed all of their natural habitat yeah, and left right, them to it yeah, they right. would well um, i'm not actually but like elizabeth the first was like no nah, i'm not bothered about continuing this line of um I mean, I, I think she was, but I think the people that she but, wanted yeah, to she, marry were like, no love, have you seen your teeth? Uh, that's all the sugar, though. I, I, she'd stay away from the sweets. Okay. Leave the Haribo, love. Leave the Haribo. It's not attractive. Do you just look at my peak and no. tart packet where you said that? No, I didn't. You didn't make that up for comedy purposes, Daisy. I was looking that way. It's a really good tart. <laughs> Great range of cakes at the Richard yeah, Ferris Centre Cafe. <laughs> we'll write that on the TripAdvisor review. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, history. Um, Elizabeth the first. Elizabeth the first. They wanted to make the Tudors look good, even then. But then di didn't think about continuing the line of succession. Yeah, but but that that was the context in which the Richard the Third play was written. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. it's just sort of you know perpetuated this. The withered arm idea. Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Richard III ended up dying in battle. Yes. And that was when the War of the Roses effectively ended. Yes. Because it had wiped out every... I've written here every reasonable male heir. Right. Um, which sounds like I'm making a comment on... <laughs> <laughs> like, there was some men. <laughs> they were just like, nah. nah don't want it. <laughs> don't want the Athel love. Yeah, and so when Henry Tudor took over he later married richard iii's niece who was elizabeth of york and thus united sort of the claims cemented, of both families yeah. right nevertheless there were a lot of lancastrian tudors who were killed by the yorkists so you know the tudors weren't keen still yeah and so these sort of you know fairy tales of that era have kind of entirely changed the mm. national recollection of rich the third until you know more recently which was you know a lot of work done by the rich the third society although they tend to think of him as kind of you know someone who could do no wrong which is a bit yes they, eh, it's like we but, were saying earlier they either swing from one to another yeah, yeah. no you can't just sit in the gray area oh yeah you it, know. it was funny. all right it's funny as well like you don't have a like random you know, there's not a Henry the Second society and a like yeah, King would, Harold. Yeah, like, they they've someone's picked up on Richard and really run with it, and it seems yeah. a bit sort of. It's um, like they've got an act, like a point to prove or act to go on. This is not right. Like, weird, like they think it's a big injustice. Maybe well, it just feels like a slightly weird like of all the royals mm. to have picked like the yeah. shit that's gone on in history. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And why is, did they pick him? And it is also quite strange because he was only king for two years. Yeah. This it was an incredibly thing. short I know, reign. I know, I know. Because, um, you know, people were still trying to kill each other. But I mean, and even in his two years, there were two attempted revolts. Yeah. Which is quite a lot for, you know. I didn't realise he was younger than me when he died. I, I know. That's quite depressing. I was going to say, really? that's a bit harrowing. Yeah. How much have I achieved in my 35 years? <laughs> I have certainly not been king and murdered two children. No. But yeah, allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Better shove in the allegedly or his yeah. lawyers will come for us. I was going to say, Richard III's still got lawyers out yeah, there. Yeah. Listen, Richard III's 
Yeah, yeah. You don't want to get on the wrong side of them. <laughs> bad mouth in their film. I was going to say, and now, now we need to allegedly the Richard the Third Society because you've just made it sound like they're going to sneak into my house at night and kill me for talking bad. <laughs> just covering a back. <laughs> but yeah, so he was only king for two years. He had two attempted revolts, but in that time he created, you know, in between the revolts. attempted revolutions. <laughs> yeah, he created the Court of Requests which is where people who couldn't afford lawyers could go to get their cases heard. Oh, that's cool. He banned restrictions on printing and distributing books. That's cool. Well done. He ordered the translation of the laws into English so that people other than rich nobles could yeah. read them. Thank you, sir. Uh, they were previously all in French. Yeah, yeah. Don't know French. Thank you. Yeah. Um, he banned clergy from fraudulently collecting dues <laughs> right. again big tick yeah banned people lying about property they were selling <laughs> right so, but basically the specific thing that he right. banned i've got a mansion was, and actually what they've got is a sheep shed it's <laughs> more kind of like you know oh i have this i have all of this land yeah and then they would say quietly but someone has already bought some of it. Okay. And you, you can, can say have you, the corner. Yeah, yeah. So you ban the same yeah, yeah, back. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay, yeah, you, yeah. you actually have to say ban how much of it they're yeah, buying. Yeah. Ban the small print. I thought yeah. it was going to be like when we bought our first house and they were like, oh, and there's a damp course all around the bay window. And we got there and they were like, there are four months left on this damp course and there is rising damp in my bay window. Fabulous. Yeah. That's allowed, apparently. Huh. Should have had Richard the Third on the side. Yeah. yeah. You can't well, legally do this. Rising damp is the worst. That's why it's fine. We took the wall, basically the wall out. Oh well, that'll solve it. Mm -hmm. it the rise rest of the house can't is not rise quite if damp. It's not there. <laughs> <laughs> no, my wonderful husband fixed it because he's wonderful. Dave, can I just say Dave is wonderful? Hello, Dave, if you're listening. He probably is not, not listening. No, he does not, not care about this podcast. No. Well, he does. <laughs> he does because he has sorted out our recording bundle. So you can't say that he doesn't care because he does. I, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've never met Dave, so I can't comment on whether he's nice or not. He's very, very, very nice. I mean, you guys like him, so. Yeah. He's probably say, great. Lucy's only met him for about four and a half minutes in a car park. Yeah. Um, um, but Daisy gave Dave, 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 Daisy gave Dave a big thumbs up there for the listeners. <laughs> I've never met Dave, but thumbs up. So. Yep. I like him. Yeah. Well, gosh, no time. <laughs> so that's all my, that matters. So I said in my marriage vows. I, I like, like him. him. <laughs> You'll do. <laughs> that is the story I tell people when they ask about how me and my husband met is I say that, um, he was the only other single person in my f best friend's living room. <laughs> and so I went, you'll do. As good a way as any. Yeah. <laughs> Been married for five years. There you go. Winner. <clears throat> anyway, um, history. Yeah. <laughs> so the problem is, is that I'm now, I'm now at the point where there's kind of only like two more lines of what I have prepared and we've okay. just gone off on a tangent. Right. So now we have to come back off of well, the tangent well, well, for like listen, a minute we, we and can, a half. We can find a tangent. It's fine. <laughs> we'll be fine. Uh, no, I mean, how much time it was taken was not my issue. It's just that we, you know, spoken about Alice's husband for a while and then just come back to... And then he died. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, 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 so basically we did the uh, we did the waffling a bit too early. Yeah. Yeah. 
crack on then. I think do you want, do you want to re-record that last little bit? <laughs> As I say, we've waffled consistently throughout the entire episode. Well, I don't think standard, these though, last two minutes. That's, is, that's what they love. That's what people love. It's fine. Is it's it? fine. We can, we can find a waffle Mother, each that's point. That's what you like, isn't it? <laughs> see? See? <laughs> she see this live in person. Yeah. Our, our representative of the listeners who also is not allowed to leave. <laughs> contractually obliged to stay all afternoon. So, yeah, so, the historians during Richard III's reign called him a good lord, and mm. many foreign writers noted that he had a great reputation amongst the people of the country and did loads for, you know, the poorer people of the nation. And, you know, that list of things that I just said there, all the different, you know, the laws and things that he created. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> about 45 minutes ago. Before we just talked about Rifle my husband through in your brains. <laughs> you know, that's, that's just like a snapshot of some of the things that he did, which is, you know, pretty impressive for only two years when he was also fighting a war. I mean, I do, I do, I do feel there is a little bit of, like... Two years, two years of reign. He's just kind of getting into his stride. A you bit, sort of you wonder how much he could have achieved. Yeah, but then also, it if is he was the, given like five, five however, well, I don't know how. What's well, the average reign of a king? The, but the, the other thing is also like, it's the same. The thing they say about JFK is he wasn't around long enough to fuck up either. Mm, so no, there is actually, that. he might have turned around and been like, okay, time to burn all of the babies. But he just didn't get that far. It's an unlikely election pledge. <laughs> but you're, he's a king, he's not elected. He could do the fuck he wants. What, JFK? No. No, oh, we're just talking about Richard. Yeah, it did sound like you were talking about JFK. No. <laughs> no, JFK was my example of in modern times where he wasn't around long enough to fuck up. It, mm. Unless um, you hear about his sister going back and listen to our Rosemary Kennedy yeah, episode. No. That was the one episode where Alice cried and I swore. Yeah, I mm. was. That's not a fun story. No. Way to depress me, Alice. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry about that one. Yeah. There, there's, there was no kind of real. No, it was like, you kept, you kept saying, it's coming, it's coming. Just be, be, be warned, it's coming. Then you were like, oh no, Lucy has gone off on a tirade. <laughs> Yeah. Oh dear! Oh dear! It's, um, it's it's history. People tend not to be very nice to disabled people. I think no. it, even like this whole Richard thing, like it's just a further example of like they went. Oh well, he's fucking disabled. I think that's we why can, I feel a little bit sorry for him as well. Him. The fact that he, you know he was vilified because he was disabled, and I have experienced like you know you have. I've got had experiences of people or misunderstanding me and you know you mean people aren't really nice to you no because, sadly because not unfortunately not and i'm delightful um <laughs> allegedly <laughs> that, that's <laughs> laughing so hard Alice. that's really kind of um but i am a delight um oh you know i always try to be you know kind and think things and do do good you know for people around me and for people to, to to get the wrong end of the stick just because i'm disabled that is something that i am constantly battling against and it's something that when i hear about it happening to other people it makes me feel like well that's not right you well, know and, and i think it's interesting because actually the position that he was in like he was the most powerful person in the country exactly but this thing, you, can all, you know but, at the time, the time that he was alive, nobody cared. No. Yeah. 
this whole he was disabled and therefore a villain has come after his not that long after like we're not talking like hundreds of no, years exactly. like, no 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 it came like after 30 it's years almost like oh he's dead in the ground now we can say what we like you know yeah so i think i looked up and thomas moore was born about um five years before richard the third died yeah right so so sort of within you know that same type of era but only just only yeah it it just i feel i think i feel a bit of like secondhand irritation that mm. they're just making him out to be a villain because he's different and i it makes me a bit sad that you know even in this day and age people who are disabled are still experiencing I mean, not to the same degree of, oh, you murdered kids and you've got a withered arm and you hunchback, you crookback. But we are, you know, disabled people are still getting that level of assumptions made about them because they can't walk, can't see, they need different mobility aids to, to negotiate life. It's just like, oh, well, they're less, you know, we're still experiencing this lessness of us as people it just makes me so i feel a bit sad for him because like i don't know whether he knew people thought he was a villain villainous person they probably did because they thought he murdered the children's and <laughs> kids in the tower but it makes me sad and cross that people talk about him i mean i know he was king and propaganda and everything um, to make the the new king look mm. wonderful, but if I thought that somebody was saying those sorts of things about me when I was dead, I would not be happy. If you yeah. hear turning in the grave when I'm gone, <laughs> it's because somebody's not being very nice about me. You know. Yeah, I guess I'm less sort of you know frustrated about that kind of thing coming at mm. a particular person, and more just you know the idea that you know in in order to sort of physically portray evil yeah. it is by exactly showing disability yeah you know it's kind of that's what's more frustrating to me and also the fact that that you know still works and i think it's the the like they've tried to almost like placate future rulers by and and lift them up by comparing them to him because of his difference mm. and you sort of wonder well you know what would their tact have been had he not had scoliosis mm. you know had how he been like the bloke who was like running and pulling down horses and climbing <laughs> up ladders when he was 65 how how would they have portrayed him like would they have still would there have been this push to portray him so negatively mm. would he have been the person that they picked out as the negative like the character to vilify would there have been another member of his family that they'd have gravitated towards in their vitriol yeah i mean i don't know i i guess i reckon that it it probably would have still been him mostly who's vilified because he was you know the last of the plantagenets mm. you know he was the last of that line yeah and so by defeating him they win but you know whether it would have turned into you know this very kind of you know that that sort of portrayal of him as you know evil because he is you know twisted and very you know I mean, visibly impaired i don't know or whether they would have you know just played on the fact that he was small and slight yeah. and being like oh look at him all so wimpy it makes me when i look at the portrayal of richard the third in like plays and stuff I'm not necessarily talking about the most recent one, but in historically, like in the film, things like that. 
it makes me cringe a little bit. I'm like, mm. oh, God, you've actually, like, really gone to town with that cushion on his back, haven't you, to make him look really, really... Yeah, I think my frustrations over. with that have been more around cripping up yeah. rather yeah, than... Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, that kind of non-disabled people playing as disabled exactly. people yeah, is exactly. what pisses me off rather than the particular show. I don't know maybe I, I mean I am dead inside so I guess maybe <laughs> that's why I don't have any like particular like feeling towards you know this guy I itself. feel I feel the Either same dead inside or a historian one I, of the two I don't in a funny I, f- I feel a little bit bad saying it but I kind of he is so dead now like it <laughs> really know, yeah, doesn't I know, I know. he's very not, dead don't, like don't get me wrong I'm not weeping over his no, grave but, but there is a bit of me that feels like and oh, I think feels... for me, there's an element of going. Well, he he. That's that's what you get for being king. Like you put <laughs> you stick your neck out, you know, yeah. out above the the parapet when you're king. You're gonna like it's the same thing that has happened that happened to our monarchs. Like even as figureheads, yeah. You know, look at all look at all the shit that's like being levelled at Kate and Meghan mm. just because they're oh, women yeah, who like married. Meghan's are wearing the wrong shoes. Yeah, exactly. Oh. It's it's that's what happens when you you step out into the public eye yeah and it's a it it's a shame that the thing they picked on was his physical difference but that's just easy pickings isn't it it is yeah it's it very is. easy pickings mm. if somebody was going to take if somebody was going to vilify me i know that it would be because i was in a wheelchair if they didn't know me and we're like oh let's find something to pick on that's Whereas not right if people know you they can find other things yeah to, totally to my find voice so for. many yeah. other yeah. things yeah, yeah. it's like now we're just the bottom of the list yeah. wow fucking she's just, she's just really irritating my tone of my voice the way she pronounces words the fact she breathes maybe i don't know you have already been told off by adam today for breathing too loudly into the microphone he basically told me to hold my breath until it was my time to speak yeah um it's fine he moved me away from the microphone it's all right um, but no, I just find the whole thing fascinating, really. Um, and the, the, you know, the discovery in the, the the car park is just another level, isn't it, to the mm. whole? Do you think like his his reputation has been improved because he's been found in a car park in Leicester? Or I mean, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Partly just because it was a thing that happened recently. So mm. you know, without that, just I don't think anybody would really still be considering it no. but like you know because of that you know horrible histories did a whole song about him yes not being all that bad which means that's a lot of kids now who are you know growing up thinking that's not all that bad mm-hmm. and you know there's thank a whole, you horrible history there's a whole museum here yes which wouldn't be there if he hadn't been found in a car park no no we were talking about that what they were going to turn this into before they found him mm-hmm. like just going to be like offices or something probably greg's or something or <laughs> I think with, there's already three Gregs in town. I really don't think less than Stick a fourth in the car park, it's fine. <laughs> Not too far from my new house, there's a Greg's outlet. Oh, wow. Is that what? for, like, leftover Gregs that they don't sell? Like, explain a Greg's outlet to me. Is it a drive through No, no, it's not a drive through It's like, I think it's like, you know, yesterday's donuts. <gasps> and it's really, really cheap. Have you been? I was going to say that's No, I'm so well, yeah. I was going to say, oh, yeah, yesterday's donuts are really not going to work for... However, I'll come and stay with you and help eat your... Yeah, we can, we can sort that. Mm-hmm. We'll do that. It's, it's one of those shops where I don't go in there because, like, the air is going to be poisoned. Yes, of course. <laughs> it's like all the bakeries that sort of have, like, shelves up the walls that just have bread on them. It's like, great, the walls are gluten. 
It's all just going to fall on can't me. Can't go on there. Can't go in there. No. Um, yeah. So I think, and like like Joe was saying earlier, it's helped with the tourism for Leicester, mm. which is not a bad thing. Um, I'll tell you what was interesting for me was I literally said to my mum yesterday, I was like, but he died at the Battle of Bosworth. That's like, it's not next door no like, that's what i think you think like, don't what, you like what, oh, must why be quite they close. stick him in the ground here but they they it, bought the him the whole point was parading him around and mm. bringing him back to the place where people would recognize him most recently mm. so they could go oh shit that is richard he's definitely dead look at his head yeah i saw him in the pub last week mm. yeah that kind of thing yeah i know he wasn't in the pub before anybody starts he wasn't in the maybe he that's might have why been. it was called he the may- last plantagenet may- the last handsome Jeffrey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this has been. I have. I have absolutely loved today. I've been able to spend it with my friends in a museum, talking about history and recording a podcast. They're like all of my favourite things put together in one lump. So thank you uh, for every, to everybody who's made this happen. Um, um, thank you to the Richard the Third Centre, we must say, yeah. because they have bent over backwards to accommodate They're us. It's fabulous. Um, and it was like, we want to do this. Yeah, no problem. We can do that. Def- definitely recommend the Richard yeah. the Third Centre. Um, f- seems from our experience yes. reasonably accessible, although not quite enough seating. Although no. I do think there was a lot of being talked at. And if you just came for a wander round on your own, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, you yeah. definitely like wander around it's it's quite it's not it's a nice small museum you don't feel like there's going to be too many crowds so no um, i was going to say this is not the british museum where you have to queue for two hours just to get in yeah no so um and thank you to joe who did our tour he was very knowledgeable we will come and rescue you from my mother who's downstairs probably (laughs) joe lucy's possible future husband if her mum has anything to do she did as as um as I went to the toilet, my mum said, maybe we could book him for the Christmas party. And I'm like, mum, what? Like, how are you going to make that festive? How? What? I don't know. I don't. Do you guys have, like, grand family Christmas parties have, where you invite Christ- entertainment? No, well, we, no, we, no, we don't have entertainment necessarily, but we do <laughs> have family Christmas parties. This year it might well, be... You're going to need we, a lot of swords. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> This year we met Joe, and Joe's here to perform with Sordak. My um, my family Christmas get-togethers are usually quite a nice time until one or two of the older gentlemen in my family mm-hmm. have had too much to drink, and then everyone's generally a bit uncomfortable with no, the racism is, and sexism. Ours is mm. very nice little family gathering, and you can often find me and Tom's <laughs> sat near the jacket potatoes waiting for them to be served because we're hungry. Um, um, so, yeah. But I don't know. Joe might turn up at a Christmas party. I don't know. Lucky Joe. Lucky, lucky Joe. <laughs> um, yeah, so thanks to Joe. Thanks to everybody at the Richard III Centre. Thank you to um, Dave, who sourced all of our equipment. Thank you to Adam, who sat very patiently in the corner. Good luck editing this. How many of the buttons of your How many fancy things have you pressed? pressed? Not many. Not, not, <laughs> many, not many. Uh, thank you to South Staffordshire College, who have lent us an intern for the day, who will be uh, working, we hope, with us in the future to create bits and pieces for our social medias. Hopefully we'll be getting you to do some more interesting stuff instead of just yes. following it's us around. It's not basically sitting in a corner <laughs> keeping quiet for an hour and a half. We will, we will hopefully be... Uh, it's been like if four we, hours. If we've not... If we've not <laughs> If we've not kind of like, if we've not Pumped kind of, um, yeah, if we've not kind of scared her off, 
Uh, and thank you to Molly, who has finally, we've got to honour the competition. Yes. So uh, I hope you've enjoyed yourself, Molly. Yeah, I've had a really great time. Good. Good. Yes. We, were, we, we did consider getting signed photographs, but we thought that might be a little bit too far. This is the first time hearing of this. I <laughs> think Lucy was just going to scribble my I'm name on crayon. Maybe, yeah. cray on uh, maybe I'll draw a picture and just write my name underneath yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, and thank you yes. to everyone for listening. Uh, you know the drill. If you enjoyed this episode, please uh, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. You can uh, rate us on Spotify. You can leave us a review on Good Pods um, and subscribe and follow the show. Share it around with your friends. It's a great way to help us build our listener base. Um, this episode is going out as our last episode of 2022. <gasps> so... Sorry, you paused as if I was supposed to have an audible reaction. <laughs> well, we did. I mean, I have to breathe, so... I'm getting there quick. <laughs> so, uh, here's to a full-on two years of doing this fucking podcast. Oh, my God, I'm going to cry. No, I, I seriously am going to cry because this... We thought that year one was a milestone. <laughs> we were like, we'll see how we go with year two. Um, the fact that we have made it to two years... Is not yet, not at the time of recording. There's still time for it to go wrong. I'm sure we've got this in the can. It's fine. We've got we've got episodes scheduled. It's all right. Um, as long as neither of you have any scandals planned. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Don't think so. Um, I what an amazing two years it's been. And we've achieved so much in such a short space of time. Been like, alright. It's, it's been, <laughs> thanks. Um, <laughs> it, no, it's it's it really is one of the best things I've ever done. So uh, Thank you. Thank you, Lucy, for always being so nice when you talk about me in the podcast. You're very welcome. And, and for being <laughs> being around and being my friend and all of the nice things that you always say that I'm not very good at, like, especially in front of all these people. So, you know, double thumbs. You're going to make me cry. Um, um, yeah. We'll see you guys all in the new year. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Label Podcast. If you like the show, you can rate, review and subscribe and you can follow us on social media at Labelled Pod. This episode was edited by Adam Hall. Our music was by Maisie Crunden and we'd like to thank the rest of the team involved. <laughs>